person in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the I guess Angela Yee's not there or Charlamagne's not there. Well, good morning, guys. I'm DJ Envy. We are The Breakfast Club. I am here. Club. Hello. It took you a long time to get I was, there. Hello. I was talking. Oh, I didn't hear you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How's everything? I'm broadcasting from L.A. I'm in L.A. for a couple of days. I had to take a meeting or two, and I'll be back on Thursday. What's going on, Oye? Today's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy mommy. birthday, Mama Yee. You know, everybody's birthday's in September, right? So yesterday was my best friend's birthday. Happy birthday, Santi. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's my mom's and Saturday's my brother's birthday. And you know, that's because everybody was having sex around the holidays, December, yep. New Year. So everybody has these birthdays in September. So I took my mom out to dinner, my mom and my brother last night. And um, shout out to Mike Kaiser from Atlantic. It was his mom's birthday on Sunday. So wow. he was like, I'm going to bring my mom, too. So it was a whole uh, huge ordeal because then everybody's family members were coming and turned into a party. Nice. It well, tomorrow is, tomorrow's Little Wayne's birthday. Friday is Jeezy's birthday. And Little Wayne says he's releasing Carter 5 on his birthday. So I'm excited about that. Everybody thought it was going to come out on Friday. And he's like, I never said that. Right. Yeah, he said his birthday. So Thursday, we should be getting the Carter 5 album. But it was now, nice hanging out with my mom and my friend's mom. I think we should do things like that more often because I don't normally, like, I'll go out with my mom, mm-hmm. but now with, like, all my friends and their moms. But okay. I'm going to do that more frequently. Well, we got a lot going on this morning. Uh, Erica Alexander from uh, Living Single, she'll be joining us this morning. We'll be talking <laughs> mental health a little bit. You sound terrible. Hold on, hold on. You sound terrible. Uh, it's not me. It's this mic, this situation. Uh, I've been here for about 30 minutes now. It's going in and out, in and out. In and out, in and out. And also, um, you watch Black Ink Crew? Yes, I do. Caesar and Teddy are going to be joining us. Yeah, so kick it with them as well. I don't really watch it. I, I just watch the fight. Oh, it's a mess. Yeah. Seems but like I it. will say they are expanding their franchise into many other cities. So we'll ask them about that. But they had all kinds of issues, lawsuits against them. Caesar's single. He's been going crazy, dating. Teddy's been having girls fighting over him. So nice. I'm sure we'll ask about all of that. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Man, there's too much going on. Like you said, Bill Cosby got sentenced yesterday, and we'll tell you all about that. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Bill Cosby, he got sentenced to three to ten years. Now, he also is a sexually violent predator. That's what the judge has claimed. So that's going to be his sentence as a sexually violent predator as well. He'll be 91 if he serves his full term when he's released. The judge said, I'm not permitted to treat him any differently based on who he is or who he was. He said, as she said, as in Andrea Constant, Mr. Cosby, you took her beautiful, healthy, young spirit and crushed it. So all he's getting is really three years, right? 
Well, three minimum. to ten, yes. Minimum three. So he has to do three. So he can be out in three years, possibility. Now, his spokesperson made a statement saying they persecuted Jesus. And look what happened. Not saying Mr. Cosby is Jesus, but we know what this country has done to black men for centuries. And what about Harvey Weinstein? Are we talking about him yet? Not yet. Okay. But look at how long it took for them to actually do this with Bill Cosby. Guess what uh, his first meal would be in jail? What? Pudding. That's funny. I don't know if it's going to be jello pudding, but it is going to be a, a some type of custard dessert. So there you have it. Bill Cosby is going to jail. He took his mugshot and everything already. What I miss, man? We're talking about Bill Cosby going to jail. Oh man, Bill Cosby. You know what's so interesting? It's interesting that people um don't know what they don't know what to seem don't seem to know what they want when it comes to Bill Cosby. What you think? The past couple of years it's been all Bill Cosby slander, but yesterday I would dare to say that he was getting empathy on social media. People were like, why is Bill Cosby going to jail and you know Brett Kavanaugh still out here and Donald Trump is president? And Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, he actually has led a really long life outside of jail, despite some of these things that that happened, allegedly happened decades ago. So he should be grateful for that part, at least. All right. Now, 18 convictions were overturned in Chicago, and that's because uh, these people were all arrested by a police sergeant, Ronna Watts, who was tainted. So apparently they did overturn those convictions of 18 men who were wrongfully arrested because of corruption in that unit. And in Seattle, they're going to vacate more than 500 convictions for marijuana possession because it unfairly impacted people of color. So they broke down what happened. The population of Seattle is only about 7% African-American, but of the more than 500 cases cited, 46% involved African-Americans. Seems a little bit unfair to me. All right, and the co-founders of Instagram are stepping down. They have announced they are going to leave the company, and they said we are planning on taking some time off to explore our curiosity and creativity again. Building new things requires that we step back, understand what inspires us, and match that with what the world needs. That's what we plan to do. Did they sell some of it? Uh, well, Facebook, what, Instagram. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're going to step away from mm. the company now. You know, Facebook's been having issues. Instagram's been having issues all because of how they handle user data with carelessness and foreign interference and also allowing employers to discriminate by excluding women and older men from targeted ads on the social media site. So oh. all kinds of issues there. Something must be happening behind the scenes. Yeah, that's going to be they a big scam. Yeah, they must something. be about to get sued or something. Somebody going to sue uh, Absolutely. Instagram for being addicted to it or something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Also, what's the over-under on uh, Bill Cosby uh, dying? Well, if he serves his full sentence, he'll be out when he's 91. That's if he serves the 10 years. But He's I don't not know. serving 10. I think yeah, he'll do three, but I, I give him a year. No, nah, I think he'll be dead within two weeks. That's my bet. Two weeks? Yeah, yeah. If I had to I put, say, yeah. If I had to put a wager on it, I'd say within two weeks. I mean, because mm. if you look at his mugshot yesterday, that's a heartbroken man. Like it's, it's, it, you could tell he, he he's ready to call the Grim Reaper and say, check, please. Jeez. Well, there were a lot of women present who also were affected by Bill Cosby, so they were rejoicing that there was finally some justice. I wonder them. what they got done. What's their over-under on when he's passing? All right. That's the that's the that's the gambling thing. That's the bet y'all need to be making. Forget fantasy football. I'm not betting on someone's life. Me neither. All right. Well, that's front page news. All right. When we come back from living single, Erica Alexander will be joining us. Oh yes. Yeah, she was up here uh, recently before, and she's just incredible. I love everything that she has going on. Her color farm uh, media that she's doing, and she has some new announcements to make.
All right, so we'll talk to her next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have some special guests in the building. Yes. We have first Miss Erica Alexander. Welcome back. Thank you. Good I'm morning. so glad to be here. Good morning. Good morning. And we tell Erica she's always welcome here, and we mean it. I, you know what? I thank you. I don't take that for granted. There you go. And, and who, do you, who else do you have with you? This today? is Lillian Ruiz. She's one of the co-founders of Civil. And it's a new blockchain company, and they're changing the face of media in news. Good morning, Good Lillian. Morning. Lillian. 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 Yeah, Lillian. Now, sorry. The blackness. What, yes. What is that? And how will it move the culture forward? Well, listen, um, I think when I was here before, I talked about my company, Color Farm Media. Color yes. Farm Media was, we're bound to, our, our mission is to um, do more inclusivity and diversity. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of companies doing that right now. And we had an idea for the blackness about a year and a half ago. We wanted to compete in news and current events, mm -hmm. but really, really didn't know how. We, we knew we wanted to do it, but we didn't know how. And so we sort of put that to the side because people know me for film and television. Those things started to move a little bit more, started to set up projects. And then uh, you know, my business partner knew Lillian and they had a discussion and they were talking about a new platform, a blockchain company mm -hmm. that they had created that was supposed to change how, um, it was supposed to decentralize authority and create new opportunities for people to do new things inside of news media. And uh, we talked about it and we partnered. They said, hey, we like what you're doing. We like the ideas. So the blackness really is um, long form investigative reporting mm -hmm. for underrepresented communities. Mm. First of all, what is a blockchain? <laughs> oh, man, we're going to start that off this early. Here we go, Lillian. <laughs> Explain it. Um, sure. So um, the blockchain is just, it's just basic underlying technology for um, what people are calling Web 3.0. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that web currently, the internet right now is, is poorly incentivized. You don't really know what's going where, who's doing what, who's profiting off of what. Blockchain is a really transparent approach to being on the internet. So you can see all of these transactions. You can see like who's paying people for what things. You know, most people know blockchain because they've heard of Bitcoin, but that's just like one thing you can do on it. But basically you can build just about anything upon it. You can create new currencies. You can create new stores of value, new types of power dynamics, and it's open to everybody. Wow. Why is the blackness so important? Well, you know, this is... I'm waiting into what you guys do all the time. And I and I bet you this happens to you. But after 35 years, people get to know you. Right. Then they get to um, see you over a span of time and sort of, you know, see what you're at, where you're at. And they trust you after a while. They tell you all sorts of crazy stories about themselves because mm -hmm. they want help. They want people to listen to them. So I've had this happen to me, to me a few times, but I'll just tell you a quick story. So there was this um, woman that came up to me at your show mm -hmm. at uh, Lip Service. And she said... Um, Erica, I want to tell you about what happened to my brother. He was he it was a young football player. He took off uh, one night uh, on the advice of his doctor. He took uh, evening walks for his asthma, and uh, he never showed back up again. And they found him a day or two later, lynched from a tree. Now, we're not what? talking Thanks. about back in the day. Hanging from a tree mm -mm -mm. in clothes that weren't his own and shoes that were two sizes too small, and they ruled it a suicide. Mm. And she says, I want justice for my brother. I don't know how this could have happened. Mm -hmm. So I talk about the blackness as being something to put, you know, things glow in the dark. Yeah. I think black people have always glowed in the dark. That we found a way to make things matter when no one wanted to pay attention. But right now it really matters. Our survival depends on our ability not only to tell stories, mm -hmm. but for people to understand our stories. And news and media is critical. 
That is so true because there's so many people who felt so helpless about stories and things that have happened that are important to them, but they don't know how to get to the media to get the attention so that their stories can be told, so that there can be something done. All the time people hit us up like, this happened and here's some video of what happened and please pulled me over and this happened. Even just watching that story about the off-duty police officer who shot and killed someone and went into his apartment and the story that the news tells might not be what really happened, but then things just go away, like you said. Sometimes we hear about something on the news, even sometimes just locally, and then that's it. That's the end of it. No, they're desperate. Mm -hmm. They're desperate for anyone to pay attention. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We still have in the building from Living Single, Erica Alexander and Lillian Ruiz. Charlemagne? I wanted to ask uh, Erica, what did she think of the whole Jeffrey Owens situation? Oh, my God. Let me first say that how classy he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't really act very much with Jeffrey Owens. My character was sort of, you know, positioned with being near Tempest's character younger, and Malcolm's yeah. younger. younger uh-huh. And it didn't come up. Um, but I always admired him. He was great as Elvin. Again, talk about going off into the blackness. What happens to all those performers and stars? What happens when there are no roles to really sustain them? Uh, that happened to me where uh, for a very long time I wasn't working. And um, I had never even signed up for... Um, what is it? Unemployment, unemployment insurance mm-hmm. after I was 40. Mm-hmm. And um, I needed it. And they were asking me a question on the phone. What else can you train for? What are you doing? And the woman was really nasty to me. Mm-hmm. Like, because she didn't think I was working hard enough. Like, why aren't you going out there and getting retrained? And I said, well, ma'am, I'm, I'm an actress. And I don't know. I mean, it, she said, well, I mean, you can, you can, you can uh, be a barista, can't you? You can be this. And I said, I guess I could. You know, and I had nothing to say to her. Mm-hmm. And I felt so ashamed. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't think that I had any leverage anywhere else. I said, I don't even know what to do, pass acting. And so when I saw that picture, and there it was from an angle on his stomach with the, you know, stuff on it because he'd been working all day. Right. And he was doing his job, minding his business. Right. And I know the woman probably didn't mean any harm. She was like, oh, there's blah, 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 Elvin for whatever. But I think if you've ever been famous in life and you're going through a downturn and, it ha- and the wheel hasn't turned yet, you don't know how to tell people. I'm not successful right now in the, your eyes, so I'm doing what I need to do. And this is success for me. So when you go to bankruptcy court, like I did, and you're walking through the door and the security guard looks at you and say, it's cool, it's cool. You'd be surprised who comes through here. That's rough. And I have many friends who've gone through that. But we don't want to have those conversations. What happens is usually performers and celebrities they become preachers. Why? Because it's the easiest thing if you put on that shroud. And people can't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gave it up for the Lord. Oh, did you? You know? <laughs> I gave it up. I didn't give it up. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you can explain how you ain't in it no more. I mean, and I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how I felt. But you know wow. what, too? In, in, back to the conversation we had out there, I think a lot of times we get money and don't know what to do with it. I don't want to say it's not, it's not our fault, but it's not our fault. That's how we were raised. That's how we were born. My mom and dad didn't teach me how to invest. They didn't teach me. I had nobody telling me how to save a dollar. My mother, her her idea of helping me was when I started to make my first little money. I was 15 and I got my check. She said, I don't want anybody having access to that money but you. So there was an ATM card. She said, this is how you can get your money. To me, it was fun time. I wanted to take all my friends out, show them that I hadn't changed, you know, that type of thing. I didn't Mm -hmm. buy anything expensive or anything like that. I just wanted to do things for people. And it slowly went away. But then... You know, you get another job and there it is again. But the truth is, I was spending money like there was no tomorrow. Did you feel that way because you felt like things were coming to you so easy as an actress? Because you was was in work, had a lot of work. 
had a lot of work. I was, you know, I was following the, the golden rule, give 10% away, that type of thing. So they said, oh, you always have something. And in a way, I always did. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't necessarily always have money. Right. You can always have access. Maybe all people will be kind to you, things like that mm-hmm. in the place of it. But, you know, when it all started to go away and, and I got also sick, you know, after a while I li- finished the um, student living single, went through a period where my anxiety was making me have uh, colitis. But um, I always thought that my ability to earn would be there. But also, I thought I had done um, enough successes in life that people would give me jobs. That wasn't true at all. Mm-hmm. In fact, they just stopped completely. In fact, I didn't know, and I think I told you before, I got, I got dumped by my agent at 38 because mm-hmm. they didn't think that I had any value anymore. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I saw you tease that living single was possibly coming back. What was that about? Yeah, that was playing around. I shouldn't have. No, <laughs> everybody I, know, no I was kidding. That's <laughs> awful. You know, and I, you know, here's the thing, and I tried now, I tried to open up my thinking around this. I said, people really like that show, mm-hmm. and I loved doing it. If there were right conditions, perhaps I would rethink it. But the truth is, it's so much hard to get momentum. And for me, so because the role is so, you know, connected to a look, even the, the hairstyle and all that, people say, oh, you can wear what hair you want. I mean, I have to think about how she would have, you know, come after all these years. But I want to look at my career and say, you know, I had the courage to move forward, even if it cost me money. Even if people didn't necessarily understand, yeah, you can make a lot of money. People want to see it. Yeah, but why don't you take the same cast and do something totally different? So we'll see. But no, I, I've said um, I, I didn't necessarily agree with it. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure, man. It's my pleasure and uh, appreciate all that you're doing and congratulations on everything. Thank you. Wonderful thank to you, see man. you guys grow. Thank you, Eric. I think you, Lillian. It was Great to have you guys up here. And we can't wait. When you launch, let us know so we can make a huge deal. Yes. Oh, thank well, you. And please, people should go if they were interested. And in, uh, Go to colorfarmmedia.com. And people are asking how they can submit stories or, or, or be a journalist or whatever. They can go on there and they'll see a big button. They can click on it. Great. Yeah. We'll do our best to get to it. Yes. All right. Yes, right. I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, it's The Breakfast thank Club. You. Thank you. The Breakfast Club. Come on, man. Hey, man, I'm tired, man. You know how it is when you've been sitting in hospital rooms all night long. And they, right. they, they don't got no comfortable chairs for fathers. They, they barely got a comfortable bed for the mother. You're bringing your own chair, right? No. No, he can't. Well, morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Lil Yachty. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, little Yachty will be going ahead and acting. He just made this announcement on Twitter. He said, I got some exciting news for all my fans and my haters. Here's what he said. I got some exciting news for all my fans and all my haters out there and all smokers. I want to be the first to announce that we are in production of shooting the long-awaited sequel of How Hot 2, starring me. Um, I would think that, you know, when you got a How High 2 in this era, it would be about pills, though, right? It'd be opioids and Xanax and all that other stuff. Uh, right? A lot of people smoke yeah, weed people still, smoke too. Yeah, people smoke weed all yeah, the time, and it's legal weed is a lot legal of places. legal now. Like, is that yeah, the same? Yeah, but you still get high. That's why I like Grow House. When they did Grow House, when it was about the dispensaries and getting into the marijuana business, like, I mean, just a movie well, about getting high. Well, you don't know what high? this is about yet, so we don't even know what the plot is going to be. But, I do, you actually. know, in, in, real life, in real life, little Yachty doesn't even smoke, but he's going to be acting as the character of Roger, who is the entrepreneurial young brother of one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So... There you have it. All right. Michael Rappaport is suing Barstool Sports. He once had a podcast there. And he's suing them for firing him and also for saying that he has herpes. When he got fired in February, they said it was because he was uh, sending out tweets calling listeners losers in life. 
But what he's saying is as far back as last year, one of the bloggers wrote a post on Barstool, Michael Rappaport is a fraudulent sack of ish. Then a few days before he got fired, another Barstool writer tweeted that he was a creepy herpes-ridden failure. Defamation. If you don't have herpes, that's clear defamation. Then the the company started selling T-shirts of him in a clown nose with a sore under his mouth after he was fired. Get your money, Michael Rappaport. Drop on the clues bombs for Michael Rappaport. That's clear defamation. Unless, of course, he has herpes and, you know, somebody can prove it. Now, according to the lawsuit, they said that tweet was done with actual malice in an effort to convey that Mr. Rappaport suffered from herpes and to harm Mr. Rappaport's reputation. Oh, he does have herpes. I don't know. Oh. I can't answer that. But he says the company also owes him $375,000, so he wants a breach of contract, defamation, and damages in an amount to be determined. I wonder if it's defamation if it's true, probably, because those are medical issues, so that wasn't public record. I think maybe when they put out the picture of the T-shirt with the sore under his... Yeah, They're trying to say that's a herpes sore. But but even using it in a negative way by saying you're a herpes-ridden, like, you know, having herpes is bad. Yeah, I don't... Listen, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. He's drop, suing drop a, them. Dropping the clues bombs for everybody out there with herpes. We appreciate you. No, seriously, we got a, a lot, lot of... people. Of, exactly, we got a lot of listeners who got herpes. They deserve a shout-out, too. All right, now, Nicki Minaj did give that $25,000 to Jeffrey Owens. And remember, she promised that she was going to give him $25,000, she said, on her Queen Radio show after they tried to shame him with that picture at Trader Joe's. Well, Mm -hmm. he has donated that money to charity in full. He actually gave the money to a fund for the late, great Earl Hyman, he said. He played Bill Cosby's father, Russell, on The Cosby Show. He lived his last many years and died at the Actors Home, which was funded and run by the Actors Fund. He said, I am extremely grateful to Nicki Minaj for enabling struggling actors to continue pursuing their dreams. Earl Hyman going to be shaking his head at Bill Cosby when he get there in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, Nicki Minaj also wants to invite these two young women on her show, Cash Doll and Asian Doll, because they've been beefing, and she wants them to squash their beef. That's my girl, though. I love Cash Doll. I don't know Asian Doll. I'm, I know Cash Doll. Cash Doll is my girl. Now, Asian Doll had put just, uh, the source said Asian Doll, she says she'd do a collaboration with Dream Doll and Cash Doll. Now, which and- doll is with self? I know it ain't Cash Doll. Which doll? Dream Doll. That's Dream Doll. Dream Doll. And then Asian Doll wrote, just to body them. I already body the other one on the songs we got together. And then Cash Doll responded, y'all know she just be talking out the side of her neck, per usual, sounding dumber than she look. And then she said, let me text Molly. Shout out to Molly Brazy, because me and that little girl ain't even in the same tax bracket. And So people so, don't call themselves Barbies no more? They call themselves just dolls now? Well, here's the thing. Cash Doll is the first one that did that. Now, Cash Doll came on lip service, and here's what she had to say about the whole doll thing. She was on with Tammy Roman. The only issue I have with any female artist is when the whole doll thing. I feel like this was my name since 2011. It's not the same as Lou and Young. It's a difference between a noun and an adjective. What if their name is Little Young Doll? Stop playing with you. But it's not that I don't like them. I don't like their name. Right. I don't because this is not a whole less we are doll collection. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm, no. I'm Cash Doll. I might come out Cash Minaj. That's not what your mama named you, Cash Doll. Why are y'all arguing over names that ain't even y'all real names? Ain't none of them names on your checks. Okay, your mama ain't named y'all none of them names. I guess she's annoyed because there's a whole bunch of people with the name Doll in their name all of a sudden. How you but think you like, listen, how, how you think dolls feel? 
How do you think actual dolls feel about humans running around saying that they're them? Now, Nicki okay. Minaj tweeted, okay, Cash Doll, Asian Doll, let's have a chat on the next episode of Queen Radio. Sending love to both of you. Cash Doll said, I'm straight. I'm going to just ignore it. She's not even a doll no more anyway. She changed her name to Asian to Brett. And that was my only issue. And then Nicki Minaj said, okay, babe, me and the Asian doll are going to get into some things. Want to get into the music as well. Got lots of surprises for this show. Thank you guys for making it number one radio show on Apple every single episode record breaking. Nobody, wants to, nobody wants to be a Cabbage Patch Kid? No. Nobody wants to be a Care Bear, maybe? No. It's dope she's squashing the beef, though. You know, that 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 shows that, you know, she's trying to do the right thing. But she yeah. should squash the beef with everybody else as well. We Let's squash need, all the beef. I don't want to see no doll-on-doll doll crime going on. Shut up, All right? Man. Please, yeah, but shout, doll, out, shout out to Cash Doll, of Doll course. lives matter. All right? We don't need no dolls beefing. Oh, my goodness. Please, dolls. Everybody calm down. All right. That's like if everybody was walking around and they changed their name to whatever the God. Would you be annoyed? No, because black men are gods. Like, and black the women God. are gods. Envy no, the God. I would love that. Angela the God. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are gods. God created man in his image according to his likeness. You'd be like, what are y'all talking about? I had about? that name since whatever, whatever. No, it's not a name. It's a, it's a state well, it's of not mind. Your real name. Have you ever read From Niggas to Gods by Akil? You should. You know, Listen, have you ever heard, I'm, I'm have you ever heard Minister point. Farrakhan talk about how they had us walking? You know what? Never mind. All I'm going to say is, yes, I would love if everybody embraced uh, all, all embrace, embrace the God. Embrace all right, girls. All right. All yes, right. Well, that, that would be amazing. Your rumor report. Now, mm-hmm. when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Yesterday, Bill Cosby was sentenced three to ten years in prison. It seemed like people changed up a little bit on social media. Seem oh, yeah. like they're not as mad as they were. Yeah, yeah, people had empathy yesterday. All of a sudden, it, it was almost like everybody was playing, and then it got real. And it's like, whoa, you, you hey, really going to jail? Not everybody. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby. Do you feel bad for Bill Cosby? Nope. Ha- has your feelings changed? Do I feel bad for Bill Cosby? Um, yeah, he has to do 3 to 10. We're going to talk about it when we come back. 800-585-1051. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get in the front page news. Let's talk Bill Cosby. Yes, Bill Cosby will be serving 3 to 10 in prison. And that is after being convicted of sexual assault. So they're saying that if he wants to, he can go right to work if there's any positions available in jail at a Pennsylvania Department of Corrections facility where he will be. So he could do maintenance. We don't know what he's going to end up doing. He could be working in the garment factory. Um, But he also is legally blind. So... There's only certain things that he'll be able to do. Bill Cosby just riding it out for the next couple of weeks until he asks the Grim Reaper for the check, man. You know what I'm no. saying? That's my well, old one. I give him two weeks. Well, let me ask a question. We'll, we'll open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. It seems like social media changed a little bit when it came to Bill Cosby. Yesterday, he was sentenced 3 to 10. And it seems like people are, are saying they feel bad for him a little bit. Yeah. I, 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 how do you guys feel? I don't feel bad for him at all. I mean, you're a sexually violent predator. You've been doing this for decades. You finally are going to jail. It is what happens. When you do things like this, you end up having to go to jail. I just feel bad for the women whose lives have been affected permanently because of this. The careers that they won't have because he closed doors for them and made sure they couldn't get work. There's a lot of different things that went on for these women, and I rejoice for them that there's finally some justice. Yeah, I don't think it's one one answer to the question. I mean, it's a loaded loaded answer. I mean, I, I don't feel necessarily bad for him. I feel something. Like, we all looked at that picture yesterday, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that we all collectively said, damn. You know, I feel bad about the overall situation because you want to believe people are who they say they are. You know, I don't I don't know if I feel sorry for Bill Cosby, but I feel let down because you never know who people really are. 
I've been thinking about it, and you know, seeing this picture, it made me give a little awe at first. But then I thought about it. I'm like, he drug women, like he raped women. So why would I feel bad? You know, I got daughters, and I feel like if if he did this to one of my daughters, would I look at that face and still think of, oh, that's Heathcliff Huxtable? You know, the reason I went to, I went to Hampton was because of the whole Hillman and different world and everything that he created, but. The man was a dirty dog, man. I looked at his picture and said, you thought you got away with it? Guess not. So you feel a cocktail of emotions. You know what I'm saying? You feel let down because of uh, because of who we thought Bill Cosby was. You feel happy for the young women who finally got justice. Right. And that's that. Like you can you can have you can have more than one emotion about the situation. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Bill Cosby, do you feel bad for him? Call us up right now. We'll take your calls. We'll talk. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Bill Cosby. He was sentenced three to ten years yesterday, and it seems like social media changed a little bit on him. You know, people feel bad for him now that he's sentenced to prison. It's almost, How do you guys I, I, it's feel? almost mm-hmm. like I think people want an eye for an eye. Like, you know, they're like, oh, well, if Bill's going to jail, then Harvey Weinstein needs to go to jail. He does. And correct. Kavanaugh doesn't need to be the Supreme Court justice. And, you know, why isn't Matt Lauer locked up? So it's almost like people were, were, were they, 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 it was empathy, but it was more like an eye for an eye. And I think people were, like, playing for so long that it got real yesterday. Like, oh, shoot. Bill Cosby's actually going to jail? I mean, for decades, though, Bill Cosby did fi- get away with this. So I think sometimes the justice system is very slow. I'm, I'm, glad he has to get, I'm glad he's getting some type of punishment. You know, I thought he was going to get away with it, truthfully, honestly. But if he did those crimes, he should sit his ass down. Did I look? Did I feel a little bad when I seen his sad face and I thought about Cliff Huxtable and all the things that he did positive for black people? Yes, I did feel that a little bit. But he has he no did remorse it, so at all. Let his ass sit. Yeah, and that's why it's okay to feel... An, an array of emotions, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if it's necessarily just the Bill Cosby. I think it's the overall situation. Like, you can have more than one emotion. You could be happy for the women who got justice, but you can also be let down by somebody that we looked at as America's dad. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Good morning, Janelle. Hey, Janelle. Do you uh, feel any way about Bill Cosby? Do you feel bad for him? Um, it's not a matter if I feel bad for him. If he did it, he did it, and he gets what he deserved. However... I do feel like society is aiming and targeting him because he's an African man who represented a family unit on the TV. Because uh, the reality uh, uh, is African right American now, man. African American, African American, African American, African American man. He's yeah. he's he's a descendant of an African enslaved in America. But the fact of the matter is, is that nobody is talking about these priests who are consistently and constantly raping and molesting our children. Why aren't they getting put in jail? They're just getting fired. Yet nobody is talking about it. We got filmmakers. What's his name, love? Harvey Weinstein, who's doing the same thing? Yeah, what's Harvey. happening to him? Har- so Harvey. The fact of the matter, Harvey. Again, whomever, you know who I'm talking about. The fact that we're targeting Bill Cosby, and he's been a topic of discussion since I don't even know how long, I don't feel it's correct. Now, what he's getting is correct, and that is what he did. But like I said, however, we have these priests who are supposed to represent in real life love and family, yet they're molesting our children. So, Mama, yeah, let me ask you a question. Well, I mean, well, do you Harvey, feel bad Harvey's for got charges pending. Yeah, he's going to, they're still investigating Harvey Weinstein. No, he's got, he's actually, he's got charged. Yeah, he's going to. Harvey got actually charged. He'll go to jail. Got charged. I don't know if he's going to go to jail, but he's got hey, charges man, pending. what about the priests? Taking up our children. Well, you know the church has to stop covering those things well, thank up, you, Mama. and that's part of what the problem is in the church. And those priests didn't have hit TV shows either, by the way. All right. Hello, who's this? This is Victor the God from Miami. Victor the God. Good morning. Hey, Victor. Do you the feel God? bad for Bill Cosby? He's God. Yo, yo. Um, and to be honest, though, I mean, he—we all know, or supposedly, of what he did. And it's amazing where how money saves you mm-hmm. from hell, right? 
but he got convicted for one crime. It was only one, right, when he went to court? Well, yeah, this one. So, mm -hmm. so we got to respect what the what the law says. I know it's not fair. I mean, he's, the guy went over and over and drugged and raped women, but he went to court for one case only. So if you go by what the court says, I guess he got the right time. So you don't feel bad for him? No, I no, I don't feel bad whatsoever for him for what he right. did. I got girls, man. Right. You I got you. Yeah, I agree with Thank that. Thank you, bro. All right, we're taking your calls, 800-585-1051. Do you feel bad for Bill Cosby? That is the question. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yeah. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Bill Cosby. He was sentenced three to ten years yesterday. And it seems like social media change. It seems like people are feeling bad for him. How do you feel? Yeah, and it's amazing, though, that I don't know why people are acting surprised. Like, y'all do know this is America. The rules are never the same for, for, for us. So it's like when you say things like, oh, why is Bill Cosby going to jail, but Brett Kavanaugh's not, or Harvey Weinstein's not, or whoever. It's, it's a different ballgame for black people and white people in the justice system. We know this already. Well, Harvey Weinstein, we don't know what's going to happen with him yet because they just are still putting additional charges on him as well. I will but say it, it they, did they, take they, a very long time for these charges to finally do something to Bill Cosby. Yeah, but they've like and, and, and right. I don't know. I, I don't want to say rightfully so. I do want to see the same energy across the board because yes, because they, they had, they've had Bill Cosby on the paper saying America's rapist and cuff Huxtable. They didn't do that with Weinstein. They don't make jokes about it and stuff like that. Even if you Google Harvey Weinstein's situation, you'll see things like just assault. It won't say rape or sexual assault, things like that. Like, the way the media covers it is very different. Yeah, I want the same energy for everybody. Yes, Absolutely. that's all. That's the same all. energy for everybody. And, and, and once again, I think it's perfectly normal to, you know, feel a bunch of different emotions about the situation. I don't necessarily feel sorry for Bill Cosby, but, yo, I am let down that I am. America's dad did this. Like, this is Heathcliff. Huxtable. Yeah, so I do feel let down. Yeah, I don't feel all sorry right. at all. The only thing I feel is great. He's going to jail. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Rob. Rob, what's up, Rob? I think Bill Cosby should have got way more time. Even <laughs> if he gets a max, 10 years, he had 60 victims. That means he's only doing no more than two months for each victim. He only got charged with one victim. Yeah, this is the only thing. It's just Andrea Constant was the only, uh, this was the only charge for this particular case. You get more than three years for going in somebody's house. This dude went in the cat. Yeah, he got off light. Well, black people get more Thank than you, Black he people got get off more light. than that. Because look at Brock Turner. Brock Turner got, what, three months? Uh, black people get more. Not not everybody. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Iron Mike from the 252. What's up, bro? How do you feel about uh, Bill Cosby, brother? Well, you know, um, Bill did the crime. You know, you got to do the time. But um, I just like to see more equality in America. You know, um, real, real quick to put someone in the furnace. Um, but... We got cases like the Emmett Till case that the United States government reopened, and um, the lady who uh, committed him to that harness death admitted she admitted lied. She lied. And uh, where is that? It's like well, she's 83 guy. years old. They're not locking up their grandma. All right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they look, they, look, they, they see that 83 year old white woman. They see their grandma. Yeah, they should, but they're not they locking up their lock grandma. Should. Thank you. Now let me ask you guys a question, right? And, and and Charlemagne just said this, and somebody just made a point. This is where it starts feeling a little funny, right? Brock Turner, like we said, raped somebody. Yes. Only served three months yeah. for raping somebody. Yeah, but you know, my thing is this. We shouldn't want to uh, be able to get away 
with crimes You're right. the way that white people do. We shouldn't just do crimes, period. Nobody should be doing crimes. You're but, right, I but, wanna, I, but I want equality all across the I board. Want I want everybody too. to get hit with harsh sentences. It makes me feel the way that I look at Brock Turner. He got three months for yeah. raping somebody? Yeah, he should be getting... Brock should be, Brock should be getting a 3 to 10 or a 10 to 20 or whatever the hell it is. Because he's privileged? That's what I'm saying. Like that's correct. That's every, a little wrong. Everybody should be going to jail with, with the same... Absolutely. With the same energy. That's all I'm saying from the justice system. I want the justice system to give everybody the same energy. What's the moral of the story, guys? I mean, the moral of the story is simple, and everybody should really heed this. Be careful what is done in the dark because it comes to the light sooner or later, and you better hope what you're playing around with is worth losing what you have. All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Dave Chappelle and T.I. What's the connection between the two of them? Also, Kevin Durant, find out what he has going on, some new ventures. All right, and keep it locked later on in the show. Caesar and Teddy will be joining us from Black Ink Crew, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Good Club. Good morning. Good morning. Let's get to these rumors. Let's find out who's on the new T.I. album. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, T.I. has a new album on the way. He's on Epic Records right now. Mm -hmm. And he posted, I present to you Album X, The Dime Trap, featuring Dave Chappelle as the voice in my head. The wait is almost over, coming freakishly soon. Now, what does that mean? Well, Dave Chappelle is on the album. Check it out. All my life, all I wanted to do was be great. If the stakes are everything, you'll tell yourself anything you need to hear to survive. Everything I say is the truth, and that's a lie, and that's the mother of truth. I look forward to that, um, and I, I realize now why T.I. needs to be on Epic, because T.I. has a label, and he has two of the best young artists in the game, Tokyo Jets and Trans Lee. And they need a, they need that push. All right. Well, here is more of album of the album announcement from Ti. Remember, all I ever wanted was a gold chain and a ride with her on a plus. Revenge paid to anybody who does under her. A sensei to them young looking under her. Been a made man. Look what I done made. Man, is you kid? When trout to get the needed away, who did it? Every song I gave you had some truth in it. Giving you the pudding. Look at it. The proof in it. I think at this point, T.I. can sell a CD of spoken word over beats. <laughs> we love T.I.'s vernacular that right. much, okay? His, I agree. His vocabulary is that extensive. You'll listen, you'll pay to hear T.I. say a bunch of big words over beats. I would dare to venture to say that's correct, Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear that. All right, Kevin Durant, his media company, 35 Media, is partnering up with ESPN, and they're going to do The Boardroom. It's a new sports business show for the ESPN streaming service. So what that show will do is bring fans behind the scenes of The Boardroom, talking about the evolution of sports business, as told from the perspective of athletes, sports execs, and tech moguls. So that should be pretty interesting. I think they should do that for every industry, because if you look at it now on like social media, Everybody thinks that they know what the hell's going on in everybody else's line of work. So, you know, why not open up the boardroom so to let these people know they, they, they really they, they think they know, but they have no idea. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting for people just to learn about business, to see some of their favorite athletes and yeah. how certain deals got done. Yeah, to, I agree. To really learn instead of just being online chatting. Yeah, you ever had somebody tell you about your life? All online. the time. <laughs> All the time. All right, and Halle Berry and Lena Waithe, they're going to be co-executive producing BET's Boomerang reboot. It's going to be a 10-episode series, which will run for 30 minutes each episode. Mm. Should be exciting. We don't know what that release date is at this time, but 
I'm looking forward to seeing that. It looks interesting. I'm always, I'm always, you know, skeptical when they remake the classics like that. But it's a ten-part series. But it's gonna be new characters. We I like think, right? We like Lena Waithe's uh, writing already. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I think it'd be dope. And Lena respects the history and the culture of that movie enough. I'm sure to do it right. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Little Wayne. We all thought his album was about to come out, and it was supposed to come out. We thought on Friday. I don't know. Uh, he never said that per se, but here's what Little Wayne is saying now about his album release. Since y'all stuck with me and hung in there anyway for like the past four or five years through all this, y'all got me feeling like Tiger Woods with this comeback in. But uh, on my birthday, I actually have something special. I will be releasing the Carter Five on my birthday. That's tomorrow. September I can't wait to hear that. Uh, I'm I can't wait to hear that. that. I need to hear more than just raps about promethazine and eating poom poom, though. Well, we'll see. Little I'm excited Wayman, to hear Wayman, that album. Little Wayne been rapping about the same thing for at least 10 years now. Well, it's been a minute, so I can't wait to hear what Little Wayne has to say. Mm-hmm. And he's been involved in all kinds of label drama, as we all know. So this album's been held up. So I'm sure he is relieved and excited to finally be putting out some music for his fans. Yeah, well, Little Wayne's older in the game now. He's a veteran. I'd like to hear the, that perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Everybody's out here telling their truth, and Beyonce included. Now, everyone was talking about this. Beyonce and her ad-libs during the On The Run 2 tour. Here's what she said. Listen carefully while she was in L.A. Wow, she said, Sanai bit me. That's crazy. She That's said, what you heard? And it's from the song Resentment. She said, like, I couldn't do it for you like that desperate, mediocre, whack bitch could. Oh, I thought she said, Sanai bit me. You just be making things up, man. I thought I heard that. You, you did. did not hear that. Nah, so. nah, I ain't hear all that you said either. <laughs> yeah, what she said? I'll you take you her word for it. Yes, I, 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 if you listen, you can hear you it. You sound like T.I. just now. What did you <laughs> say? She, she said, she said like, again? I couldn't do it for you like that desperate, mediocre, whack bitch could. I ain't catch all that. The original lyrics, like, I couldn't do it for you like your mistress could. So, all right. Eminem, his Kill Shot song will debut at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Congratulations. That's actually uh, the highest charting disc song debut of all time. So congratulations to Eminem. They said it's already eligible for a gold certification as well. Just that song, Kill Shot. Do you send MGK a plaque if you're Eminem? If you're Eminem and you get a gold plaque, do you say, yeah, you should. No. You don't send them to MGK a plaque. You got his face. as Only the, when it goes platinum. You got his face as the cover. Not gold. You oh, got to send him platinum. platinum. Okay. Yeah. Then you send it to You got his face as the cover. He inspired the record. Mm-hmm. Why not? And it's also the biggest debut for a hip-hop song in YouTube's history as well. That'd be a different level of petty that I would enjoy. Yeah, send him a platinum plaque. Send, send, send him a platinum plaque. Why not? All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes, man. Who are you giving that down to? You know, uh, every day or every other day on this radio, I get on here and I discuss the problem that is uh, Florida's crazy. Yes, you um, do. But I think today we may have a solution. We're getting closer to why Florida is as crazy as, as it is. Okay? I, we'll discuss four after that. I guess this is going to somebody from Florida. Uh, you know, I don't go looking for donkeys from Florida. They find me. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll do it next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey.
Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, September 26th goes to the administration at a school in Port St. Lucie named Westgate School. Uh, they go from grades kindergarten to eighth. If you never heard of Port St. Lucie, just know that it's a town in the great state of Florida. Let the record show. I don't go looking for donkey of the days from Florida. They find me. You know what your Uncle Charlotte tells you damn near every day. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And if this is what's happening in Florida, then we now know why some of these people are crazy. We wonder about Florida. Is there something in the water? Is it the oranges that grow on trees in Florida? Is it bath salts? What is it that makes people in Florida so damn crazy? Well, I don't know if it's something in the water, but it damn sure is definitely something in the classroom, okay? Now I want to salute Diana Torado. Drop one of the clues bombs for her. She is an eighth grade history teacher uh, at this school. And if I had to bet, I would say she's not born and raised in Florida. I would bet she moved there from someplace else. That's not the Bronx. And if she is born and raised in Florida, then she, she's one of the few people in Florida who isn't crazy. Now, Diana Torado is a teacher. And when several students in her class did not turn in their assignments, she did what any teacher would do. What would you do? You used to be a teacher's aide, right? Yeah. If, teachers, if students didn't turn in their assignments, what would you do? Uh, give them detention or make them do it or call their parents. Would you fail them? If they repeatedly didn't do that, yes. yes. But I would love to give them the opportunity to try to make it up well, if possible. She just gave these kids zeros when they didn't turn in their assignments. I, I thought that's the way things work. Mm-hmm. All right? You don't do your homework. You don't do your assignments. You fail, period. That's how things worked when I was in school. Okay? Diana Torado was doing her job because the kids didn't do theirs. Kids have one job. Teachers have several. Okay, kids have two jobs. Behave and do your work. You do those two things, school will be a breeze. Okay, if you behave in school, kids, teachers won't have to discipline you. If you do your work, kids, teachers won't have to fail you. I thought that was a simple concept, but not in Florida. Let's go to WCMH NBC4 for the report, please. Motivation, inspiration. That's what Diane Torado strives to provide her students as a longtime teacher. So she thought the same when she started teaching eighth grade history at Westgate in Port St. Lucie last month. But then she assigned this Explore Notebook project. When several students didn't turn it in, Toronto found out about what she says is the school's no zero policy. Well, what if they don't turn anything in? We give them a 50, I go. Oh, no, we don't. Toronto was terminated, but there's no cause mentioned in the letter from the principal since she was still in her probationary period. Toronto hopes this time she motivates policy change. Round of applause to Florida. I mean, you, you have to applaud Florida's consistency. Mm-mm-mm. All right, consistently crazy. Only in Florida would a teacher get fired for failing students because the students didn't turn their assignments in. Let me tell you something, Diana Torado. You are absolutely correct, all right? We have a nation of kids that are expecting to get paid and live their life just for showing up, and that's not how reality works, okay? You do nothing, you get nothing, all right? In what world do you think, in what world do you do nothing and get half? There should be no such thing as a no-zero policy, just like I don't think <laughs> you should have participation trophies, all right? You shouldn't get a, get awarded or rewarded for what you're supposed to do, all right? Showing up is the bare minimum. All right, no, okay, you compete. We are creating a virtual world, a simulation that's just not reality. In the real world, what you put out, you get back. You hunt what you kill. Nobody is giving you anything for just showing up, so why 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 are we doing this to these kids in Florida? Okay, why aren't we letting kids in Florida try and fail or try and win so they can learn how to deal with both? I feel like I'm great because early on I understood the concept of wins 
and losses. And eventually those losses, those L's turn to learning experiences. So for me, I realize now that you either win or you learn. There are no true losses in life if you learn from your losses. All right. These kids in Florida who are benefiting from the no zero policy aren't learning a damn thing. They're not learning nothing in the classroom, and they damn sure not learning no life lessons. Look, I would love if this no-zero policy continued in Florida because as long as the school is just giving kids grades for showing up, I'll never run out of donkeys, all right? Florida's crazy is good for my business, but I want what's best for society. And rewarding kids for doing absolutely nothing is not helping society. It's hurting it. Please give the administration at Port St. Lucie the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Now you are the donkey mm. of the day. You are the donkey of the day. Yee-haw. All right. I will say though that uh, you would find you would try not to feel a kid if possible. Like try to give them an opportunity, find out what's going on at home. Why haven't they done what they're supposed to do? But Absolutely. if it's a repeated pattern. Then it's a real issue. But if it's a situation where, you know, you can try to avoid that, you can. I don't know how I feel about that, man. If I give somebody a homework assignment and you know that this homework assignment is due tomorrow, I'm going to ask you why you didn't do your homework. If you don't have a valid reason, I think you get that zero. Right, because I remember I had a couple of students that were uh, didn't used to come to class when we had tests and things like that. And so I made them come and stay every single day after school mm-hmm. to work and catch up on things. Because the last thing you want to do is leave a kid behind, if possible. You still want to help the kid. And Absolutely. also, a lot of times kids have things at home, like, you know, situations that we don't even know about. So you got to individually look at that and try to figure it out. Listen, man. I'm just saying. I, I get what you're saying, but when you finally become an adult and you get a job, they're not giving you promotions just because. So why, are we, prom- kid. why are we promoting kids just because? They got to learn, not- though. They're kids. You got you to gotta make them do the work, though. Yeah, I would, I would try to make them do the work, but figure out what's the problem that they haven't done it. Because usually there's something going on. If they're not doing the work, they get a zero. Okay? And sometimes that something going on is Fortnite. Okay. That is true. That is All true right. right now. But t- but you got you want to teach the kids anyway. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Up next, ask ye eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. She'll help you out with all your problems. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. And we have Donnell on the line. Donnell, what's up? Good morning, Miss Yee. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Look, um, question is this. I um I got a bit of a situation. I'm I'm caught in between a love triangle right now with two uh two of my best friends I've been knowing about fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this married couple uh that I've been knowing for a while that uh the woman of the relationship had uh, a couple years ago she kinda had a bad accident where it left her paralyzed from the waist down mm-hmm. where now she can't form sex right you know the way that she normally probably will okay the problem is this she she gave her husband permission to go out and have sex with another woman because she can't do so the mm-hmm. thing is he doesn't want to do so because he feels like he's breaking the vows right the problem where i come in at the problem is because we're all friends and i'm really the reason why they're together the woman is trying to get me to convince him to divorce her. He's trying to get me to convince her to forget about divorcing her and all this, that, and other. And I don't know what to do. Ooh, it sounds like um, 
she is trying to be uh, some type of what she thinks in her head is a martyr and sacrifice their relationship because she feels uh, upset that she can't do anything for him uh, sexually. But he feels like, I love you and it's for better or for worse. And so no matter what, I'm going to be here for you. And so because she's so, maybe she's depressed about her situation, it, it's like she feels like she's not worth being in a relationship with him. And that's that's the advice that I gave her too. Like, well, maybe, well I actually I gave both of them the same thing. Like, you maybe you need to go to counseling. Y'all need to go to counseling. They definitely need to go to counseling. I don't have answers for you all, so I don't know what to tell you. But neither one of them wants. I mean, neither one of them really cares about doing that. Mm-hmm. They will, and I don't know if they have or not. But they have to, and you know, they, as a friend, if I were you, I would do some research and try to find a great therapist that I could recommend to make it easier to make sure that they really do it and make it happen. Well, yeah, that's going to be what I'm going to have to do. Yeah, because that's, you know, sometimes life gives you unexpected twists. I have a um, someone I know who has multiple sclerosis, and she went through something with her husband where she felt, like, depressed about her situation that is totally out of her control. It's not her fault at all. And she felt like, just don't be with me. Because I don't want to, and she's also setting herself up for what she feels like will be heartbreak later on when he does, she in her head eventually will have to move on. And she feels like I'd rather he just do it now. And I'd rather not have to hold him back because she feels like, I, you know, I love him, but I also don't want to hurt myself later on down the line. And he could be that person that could be with her forever and love her and be with her and is fine with the situation, you know? So what they need to do is go to therapy and figure out what it is. Okay. All right, Darnell, but you're a really good friend for, um, you know, being the one that they feel like they can both come to. So whatever you can do to help, you know, also understand that you're not an expert, just like I'm not an expert when it comes to a situation like this. And they definitely both need to seek therapy as a a couple, but also individually. All right, well, I hope they listen because if they're not, I'm going to go ahead and let them know anyway, so... Thank right. you again. You have a good day. All right, you too, Darnell. All right, we got more Ask Ye when we come back. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. JMV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye, 800-585-1051. Yee, we have Anonymous on the line. Hello. Hey, um, so I need some help and some advice to give to my sister. Okay. So my sister... She is 24. She actually has two-year-old twins, and then she got pregnant right after she had the twins. Um, so she has a one-year-old, too. And in a nutshell, her husband left her. Um, he took her car and, you know, stranded her. But before that, he was just a terrible, terrible human being. So it's a good thing that he left. Right. But now she's been struggling. She's already, you know... Um, she already put in her application for, you know, like food stamps and stuff because she's living with my grandma. She can't afford daycare because it's she a has lot. three yeah. that under two. Right. But then she finally got a job offer because she has a criminal justice degree, but she's still on the waiting list for child care resources. So they asked, could she start, you know, within the next week or so? But now she has to turn down the first job offer that she got. So she just she feels like she can never get a leg up. Right. And I can't afford you know, to put them through childcare or we don't have anyone that can. So I just don't know what to, you know, what to tell her because, you know, she just called me yesterday and she's real. Yeah, that's, it sounds like a lot going on. So this man is not paying to take care of his kids either. He's not on child support or anything. Well, she's on a, she's, um, she put him on child support, but you know, she's waiting for all of that to come through. 
But the thing is, she really wanted to go in the military, but they told her that she had too many dependents, not because of her kids, but her husband counts as a dependent, and every time she asks him to sign the divorce papers, he blocks her. Oh, my God. What kind of awful person is he? Girl, I could write a movie with all the crazy stuff that he has done. So he doesn't ever take his kids either? Like, he can't, in in no way is he planning to help her out so that she can work and make some money? Oh, he he packed up his bags and moved to Atlanta. That's where he he is. And she lives in Montgomery, Alabama. So, and you guys don't have any family that could temporarily help out while she tries to figure it out? Um, not, you know, not with all three of them. Right. You know, what might be a good idea, because I know she really does need this job, is even with her employer, her potential employer, to let them know her situation, because mm-hmm. sometimes there's kinds of programs that they can offer, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that's a difficult thing to do, but instead of just flat out turning it down, I would at least go to them and explain my situation and see if there's any right. anything that they could provide as far as uh, daycare or any type of assistance at all. You know, and um, mm-hmm. any way that she can perhaps like put in extra hours to work the, that off or something like that. But I would try to right. exhaust everything and come up with solutions because I know it's difficult when things seem like it's not going in your favor at all. But it's so like I don't even know it. That sounds like so many different things going on because she's in the process of right. waiting for this child support to come through. You know, she's mm-hmm. trying to get him to sign these divorce papers, which he won't do. Does she have a good lawyer that's dealing with the divorce? No, she can't afford one. So because if it's like a contested or uncontested, I can't remember the difference, but, you know, it's a lot cheaper if they if both it's uncontested, agree, but, right? Right. But if they don't, which he doesn't, she'll have to pay so many lawyer fees. So she's just trying to do it on her own and it's just not working and she can't afford a lawyer. She has no income. No, I feel you. The reason why I say that's so important, though, is because what those terms are going to be are important. It's going to affect her from now on. I mean, I just really hope that as a family or friends or somebody, you guys can somehow come together just to help support her. Right. Is there, you guys don't have enough family that y'all can all come together and maybe start something like a, some type of fund to help her just get through this rough time? Right. Even if it's just a little bit contributed by everybody, I think that's what you guys need to do because she really needs it right now. Right. Okay. And maybe that's something she might have too much pride to ask for, but maybe, you know, as a concerned, caring sister, you should try to come Mm -hmm. up with some ideas just to help her out financially because it seems like that's the main thing right now. Right. And that'll help her out mentally as well. Okay. I'll work on it. Yeah. I'll DM you for some more (laughs) advice. Yeah, no, hit me up. DM me. Keep me um, in the loop of things so I can see how there's any ideas or things that we can come up with to perhaps help. So DM me now. Good luck, mama. Thank you. All right. Ask ye. 800-585. Why is this man not concerned about his own kids and making sure that the mom, at least she wants to go work and do something? I find that crazy. Yeah, absolutely positively crazy. All right. Well, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, you can hit ye right now. Now, we got rooms on the way, ye? Yes. You know, every now and then you have to take a break from social media. We'll tell you what happened with Selena Gomez and what she had to say about why she's not on there right now. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked, and don't forget, next hour, Teddy and Caesar from Black Ink Crew will be joining us. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I just want to say that behind-the-scenes conversations oh at The Breakfast Club need to be recorded. <laughs> they and on, should. And on Freaky Friday, we need to bring this convo to the radio because I just asked one of our producers, who's <laughs> a guy, if he likes getting his groceries eaten, and he started off the sentence, so this one time in college, this girl lifted my <laughs> hamstrings up. <laughs> lifted my hamstrings. So I'm just going to leave it at that. We'll talk about my it goodness. on Friday. This actually That's Friday. was recorded. 
Oh, it was. Yeah, so you guys had a lot of great things to say. This one great. time in college, this girl lived <laughs> All right. hamstrings up. Oh, All right, guys. Hell? Well, let's get to the rumors. <laughs> let's talk future, y'all. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Jason Lee gave some information on his Hollywood Unlocked show, and he talked about Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and where all of their drama may have started from. Now, according to Jason Lee, he said this is how it all started. You heard the song Drip? Who's on that song? Migos? Oh, yeah, Migos. Guess who's on there first? Offset. It was Nicki? Future. Oh. oh. Who, who's touring with Nicki? Guess why Future ain't on that song? Now, oh, let, somebody, <laughs> now let somebody challenge me, and I will drop that, because I got the reference track. So what is he implying? So what he's saying is the song Drip was originally supposed to be Future on that song, mm -hmm. but then Nicki had uh, the, had Future get off the song because he was on tour with her, mm -hmm. and then the Migos got on it, and that's why they're on it instead of Future. So basically Nicki was like, if you do this song, you're not going on tour with me. Or you got to get off my tour. Basically, and they're not even going on tour together now, it seems like. That, but that here, don't seem right. Well, he does have the reference track, and he did <clears throat> play it. Check it out. Well, here what we know. Here's what we know for sure. Future was on the record. At some point, <laughs> right. yes. He's not now. So Cardi had, that, and if you guys remember, Cardi, anything, Cardi wrote in her post, I let you attempt to stop my bags, F up the way I eat. You threaten other artists in the industry, told them if they work with me, you'll stop effing with them. So people are bringing up that old post and saying this is why. And, now, I don't but know But you know what it seems like? Quavo probably did the song for Quavo's album, and now that they manage Nicki, the family, she's in the family, they probably gave it a record. They managed Cardi. They probably gave it a record. By the way, that's not, let's not act like that's not out of the realm of something Nicki would do, though. Come on. We just True. don't know, but this is what the rumor is now, according to Jason Lee. Well, we know who's getting the Sea Sucker of the Day Award this week, don't we? On <laughs> Queen Radio. But uh, I don't think Jason Lee would mind that one. Drop on the clues bombs for Jason Lee. Salute <laughs> to Jason Lee. That's actually like a trophy, That's right? A, yeah, you don't, don't threaten him with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, now let's talk about <laughs> Nivea. Uh, she actually is talking about her return in her BT's new docuseries, Finding. But Explain she also, to people who Nivea is, Now, please. Nivea, also, uh, she's a singer, but she also was in a relationship with both Lil Wayne and The Dream and has children as well. She has four kids. Now, she did an interview where she talked about the fact that people didn't know this, but she took a step back. She was on drugs. Here's what she said. Um, I was uh, I was real caught up with the cocaine. It was pretty bad. Pulled myself out of that though which was not easy in the midst though i knew that that was something i was allowing to happen which mm -hmm. was dangerous and reckless right. i was like um you know i was about to give the kids up which i think helped me because I, I i went out there she wants to come on breakfast club all right I've been, getting, I've been getting texts all week and actually people approaching me asking me about nivia coming on the breakfast club well i think okay. it would make sense we should have her on she's telling her truth right now and talking about uh, how she started late with everything and she said i smoke weed here and there no needles no crack i've done coke but no pills that's it oh baby mama that is dream and Lil wayne right mm -hmm. oh just both of them yeah both, both of them, them. Mm -hmm. so she rich yeah she she didn't have a prenup i believe uh she said with the dream because she was mean? married she was married to him so she ain't getting nothing no, she, if you don't have a prenup, then oh, you, you get, you get, you get half. Okay. Yeah. Get half. Well, I don't know if she got half, 
or <clears throat> whatever they worked out, but we just know that they did not have a prenup. All right, and just so y'all know, Selena Gomez is off of social media for now. She's taking a break, she said, after she had uh, sent a message to Jennifer Lopez saying that she was so inspired by watching her perform, and she said sometimes you just gotta stand down and take a break. So if you guys are looking for her on there, she's gonna be uh, just taking a little social media break. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I highly recommend that people Man. do that from time to time. I, I told my therapist that's when I know I will truly not give a F about anything or anybody's opinions when I get rid of social media altogether. Because as long as you have social media, you care about the opinions of others. Stop lying to yourself. She said, as much as I am grateful for the voice that social media gives each of us, I'm equally grateful to be able to step back and live my life present to the moment I have been given kindness and encouragement only for a bit. Just remember, negative comments can hurt anybody's feelings. It's an abusive relationship. Like, imagine waking up every day to a significant other verbally abusing you. That's what your relationship is like on social media. Well, at least when you're a public figure. That's why on Twitter, if you say something rude, I just mute you, and I'll never see you again. Mm. I block him. I don't care. And that's on Instagram is for blocking, because you you can't mute on Instagram, can you? I block him on Twitter, too. I block on Twitter, block on Instagram. All right. That's just me. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, don't forget, uh, coming up next hour, Caesar and Teddy from Black Ink Crew will be joining us, so we'll kick it with them in about 30 minutes. And the People's Choice Mix is up next. Revolt will see you tomorrow, but if you want to get your request in, 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.